Today's guests are Stephanie, Head of Membership, and Fiona, Head of Operations and Marketing at COCF, CEO Collaborative Forum. And we're going to be discussing how we run COCF. So this is a little bit behind the curtain of how COCF works. Um, and it, I think it's going to be interesting for two aspects. One, so you get an understanding of what the team does, but also how you can then get best use of your professional network. I'm Tony Wood from CEO's Collaborative Forum, and let's hear the team reflect. <laughs> Stephanie, a very warm welcome to you. Hello, thank you for having me. <laughs> and Fiona, an incredibly warm welcome to you too. Thank you, it's good to be here. <laughs> so we, when we were talking about how could we create um, a, a behind the scenes podcast to discuss what we're doing, we had so many ideas about what we can talk about, but the key thing that I think that we wanted to get in understanding is, is what are the challenges of running a community? So maybe come to you, Stephanie, what are the challenges of running um, a community for high level leaders? Um, there are challenges, there are opportunities. So <laughs> the biggest challenge might be that they are leaders. They're used to lead and mm -hmm. not to be led. Uh, they have very strong personalities with strong opinions. And, but they also have so much knowledge and expertise in their respective fields. Um, they also have very, very busy schedules and are um, demanding, but um, on a priority list, COCF unfortunately comes after their companies and their daily business. <gasps> Shock <laughs> horror. They shouldn't be. We should be top of the list. We should. You're right. Um, but the challenge here is to find the right balance, showing um, that we care, that we want to engage them, yeah. prepare them for their interactions with their peers, and at the same time being um, aware that they have um, run companies, as one of them pointed it out to me once. But on the other hand, there are so many learnings for me personally um, about their different domains and experiences, and also very, very interesting how does a mind of a high level leader work. Um, when you see the interactions and the relationships that are created via this community, um, this is just great. So, so that's interesting. So um, Stephanie said that um, our, our community, our leaders can be a little bit demanding. Fiona, have you experienced any of that? Because as a member of the community myself, I don't see myself as especially demanding. Have you seen any of that in when you're running all of the summits that we have three times a year? I think it's all part of the business because we are building these events for them. Our participants, our members are the key aspect of our events. Without them, we won't have any events. So we have to make sure that everything that is happening is good for them, that we are offering the best experience. And I think the most important thing for them is to get out of their day-to-day -day routine that they have, and they just come to our events and experience it from the start to the big, to the end without asking themselves, what do we need to do? They don't have to manage the events. They have just to attend and experience it to the fullest. So they can be demanding, but I think my job at what I love to do is to make sure that every coffee is good, that they have enough food and maybe enough wine during the dinners, of course, but just to make sure that they have 
yeah, the best experience to us. Really, that's really interesting. So you're crafting uh, an entire experience from beginning to end. So right from the when they turn up and they get a taxi um, from the airport or from the train station to to the actual location where we are, all the way until we make sure that they always make their flight. So you literally have to keep all of that running around in your head for for all of it when we've got what 300 members but around about 50 60 who are there um at the moment and growing how do you how do you do any all of that <laughs> i think it's just a love of organizing and a love of doing checklists <laughs> it's um <laughs> i love to see myself i think planning an event is like the the image of an iceberg the participants are going to be the top of the iceberg and they're just going to see all this shiny iceberg in the sea. But what they don't see is the bottom. It's below the sea level. And they don't have to see it because if they see the problems that we have in the organization, it means that we're not doing our job well. And also my job is not doing like the Titanic did. I don't need to eat the iceberg. So it's, uh, it's a love of uh, planning, of planning. I think that um, I was made to be a planner and organizer <laughs> and uh, it's what I love to do. <laughs> that sounds awesome. So one of the things coming back to you, Stephanie is, so when these, when, when our leaders are coming to our summits, coming to our, when they're joining this community, obviously we're going to take care of them when they're physically there. And we've also got the 12 online events um, that we do every single month. What could they expect when joining the community? What should they be looking out for? Um, they should looking out for um, a peer community where um, they can share their challenges in absolute reality. Um, I think this is priceless when you go into a room with people and know they will understand you. They might have done it before. They might have been there before and you can learn from their experiences, but you can also contribute with your experiences. Um, to just to become aware that others are in similar situations or can be in similar situations than you are in. And also to step out of what Fiona said of your daily hamster wheel, where you're like in there and reflect on other relevant topics that re-energizes your mind, also your body, thanks to Fiona. And, and in the end has a positive outcome on your leadership when you go back to your company. Um, we have members who have been with us for years and done that three times a year. And I think they stay exactly for those reasons. I mean, I mean, it, it sounds like we've got quite a lot of environment crafting to make sure that things are working well. What tips would you give people who are working with high, um, high profile leaders? What, what things, what habits do you have? um to to help work with them or to give them the value that they need um for me for me we in as a community head of community i'm in a service position um so um it requires a high level of professionalism and and some skills so for me it is very important to get to know the members to listen to them so that I can anticipate their interests and their needs. And also personalized interaction is important so that they feel listened and taken care of. 
showing empathy. On the other hand, um, you have to be concise and quick in your communication because, as I said, they are very busy, they have tight schedules, and um, as leaders, they want to get to the point very quickly. So um, that's two points. And maybe another one is to recognize that in our case, we are a pan-European community. So people come from very diverse cultural backgrounds. And so you have to be sensitive to those different norms and values and behaviors, um, not, no, not judging and really opening up the arms, yeah. opening your arms to, to every other or every different culture and norm. So basically, it demands commitment and dedication, but it is also highly rewarding. So it's really interesting because you're talking about the pan-European and, and getting exposure to different cultures and different aspects of, of um, business leaders. Um, when we come to pick the location, how, how, how do you pick the location? Fiona, come to you. How, how do you pick that when we've got so many leaders from so many different countries? How do we pick where's the right place? What's the thought process there? I think it's, as Stephanie said, we have a lot of history and we and the members are the key elements of these histories. And we tend to pick locations where we have a group of members that are from or working in this country, in this environment, so they can also welcome the the event in their country they can feel that they are taking even more bigger roles in planning these events but i think we are living sadly in a world that is becoming a little bit more difficult to travel to or to to go around and we are picking locations that are easy to get to and also that are nice and beautiful no i'm joking but it's just to that they all no, but that's important no you, you joke about it but it's important because i think having an environment where because as a as a leader and a ceo you're generally under a lot of pressure constantly and being able to kick back in a nice environment and because this is your your opportunity to learn your personal development your skill development and why not do it in a great location and then bring your partner with you so they can actually experience you in that kind of work learning environment i think that's powerful yeah it's it's get out of the hamster wheel and i think sometimes when you open your curtains and you see a nice skyline and not just tall buildings around you i think it can also get you out of this business mind that you can have and it can be more it's a it, we are we're giving them oxygen. We yeah. are giving them hair and a place to breathe. And I think we have this word that we use that the balcony time. It's like mm. to be on the top of a balcony. I mean, on the balcony and just yeah, take a breathe, take a breathe. And um, to go back to the location, it's just to yeah to offer them everything that they should have in uh, an easy access and great place it's uh i love spending time finding a location it's uh it's rewarding after when the participants and the members are happy with it <laughs> i mean it, it for, for me i haven't been a member for 13 years the locations are definitely important and and for me it it it's had a very special place in my heart and has helped me through <clears throat> all manner of problems and business issues um so for me it's it's it is a very special place but it can also 
play a role in the community at large. Stephanie, what what, what is that role? The place? Yeah. I think I... So, so what, what, what role can leadership um, and the leadership community oh. play in society at large? Um, I think when leaders are um, happy about what they're doing and satisfied with the, what they're doing and they are all doing great jobs in so many different domains, be it um, fintech, health tech, um, industry, IT services, they are all like pioneers and also pioneers need something, sometimes a place where they are comfortable and they, gain, they can lay back a bit and relax and re-energize. And that's where they get the drive maybe to, to move forward their companies. And by moving forward their companies, their innovations, they can drive positive change, not only in business areas, but also for our society as a whole. They do it via their innovations and um, providing work for others. Um, yeah, that's their role. And, and, and that's interesting. So we've been doing this for what, almost 20 years now. Um, why is, and it's been very similar for, for almost all of those 20 years. Why is that kind of culture and that repetitiveness, that, that sense of place so important? I think, I think humans like rituals. We feel comfortable when we have certain rituals. Um, and everyone has his uh, their own. So we have also our COCF traditions. Um, Fiona touched on the balcony time, which is like a time where you step up on the balcony and you look on your business and you're not in your So you take like an overview. Um, we have icebreakers. They're always the same. Um, so, so people feel... I hope it makes them feel belong to community because for a community, what is important is this sense of belonging where people feel good. As Fiona said, they, they feel cared of, taken care of and um, comfortable with their peers to open up and then get to their real problems. Yeah. Fiona, for you, what, yeah. what's, I mean, what, what, why is this cultural? Because we always have that the Wednesday. We always meet on the Wednesday. We then always have the um, the kind of get together, the kind of um, the, the 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 trust group um, um, environment. Then we have the the meal on the Wednesday night. We then we're then doing our challenges on Thursday, and on Thursday night we always have a great meal in a great location, and then we leave on the Friday. <clears throat> Why is that 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 important to you, or, or how do you even? keep that going because it just seems to work every single time how, how do you do that <laughs> yeah, i think it's history i mean we tried to change things sometimes during summits and it they would it was not working and i think that we learned that after a big day of challenges that it's important to also have time to recharge at the end and of course a nice meal I think it's always more than welcome. And we have this right balance of CEO challenge sessions, trust group sessions, content, networking, that it makes it, that makes the summit work. And we tend to have even more networking now 
than before because I think it's important that we have this diversity. We have all these different types of people in the community that they don't get the opportunity to mix up anywhere. So I think it's important to have sessions of, ne of networking that work. And I think in this next summit that we're going to have in Belgium in three weeks now, I think it's going to be even more important as we're going to have our next geners, our new group of young entrepreneurs. So I think it's finding the right balance between work and pleasure. And I think we have done it quite well. No, I, I, I agree. I totally agree. And you, you touched on like next geners and um, the, the core community as well. So what advice would you give um, Stephanie to, to anyone attending a professional community event for the first time? What would you do? What advice, what wisdom do you have? I think the most important is to be very open-minded, to have only the expectation to be taken care of, to concentrate on your networking, on your business, but also on learning experiences. You can learn so much when you listen to others and when you um, open up to also their challenges. We made the experience that people, the feedback from people is that even when you're not presenting your challenge or you're talking about your issues, when you reflect about the ones from the others, you can also get a maximum out of it because it focuses your brain on something else and makes it reflect in a different way. And in the end, it also helps yourself reflecting on your own challenges. So I think mind, um, everything they have, they have in their head, there is nothing to prepare. I love it. And Fiona, what advice would you give? What wisdom for someone attending for a first time? I think it's being ready of learning a lot of getting a lot of information. I think that our events also happen right before the weekend because after the summit, you need the time to rest and to recharge your batteries after the summit because we are doing a lot of things and you're just going to meet wonderful people that can become your, your battle bodies throughout your journey as an entrepreneur and the CEO inside COCF. So it's really to, yeah, trust us that we're going to take care of you and have an open mind, as Stephanie said. No, I love that. I, I think the thing is that um, on the Saturday, like the Friday and Saturday, I love hanging out with you know people who become my friends now, which I really enjoy. But when I go back to work, it's interesting. You'd think I'd be tired, but I actually have this burst of energy because I've got these new ideas. I've got these new interactions. And I, oh, there's that. There's that recommendation, and I heard that, and I can implement that. And so I'm literally sitting there like a like a like an energizer bunny an energizer panda just going through going oh my goodness i can do all of these things so i actually um as a member um because you just take care of everything um but as a member i'm actually able to then um i, I see it as a way for me to recharge it's really interesting i see it as a way that even though that the days are long because that you know it's my personal development i'm going to make sure i get the right recommendations i get the right community connections and they're so useful 
as well as just being people that I really love spending time with. But then I go back and I get that burst of energy to then take into my business. And it's one of those things where when, when leaders go back, and I know when I've been back, the team's going, why have you got this energy? Why are you kind of like, you, you've got these ideas, you've got this, you know, you, you're innovating. It's because you've been around people who are like you. They're in your situation and they're able to empathize and also able to then help you. And then you come back and go, I'm not alone. I can do this. I've got all of these ideas and I've got amazing community wrapped around me to help me. So I think you both do and the rest of um, all of the team that helps us with the summits do an incredible job. So I just wanted to say a massive thank you to both of you. Um, and any final words, any final words from you for our community, Stephanie? Um, just um, welcome. I can only open my arms and say welcome. I'm really happy to see all those coming to Belgium. And um, because for me personally, when I watch the members interacting and, 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 and see that they get value out of it, that, that that's when um, that makes me really happy. And that's when I'm content with my work, in fact. Love it. So and I'm Fiona. very much looking forward. Thank you, Stephanie. Fiona? I think the same. I think we are ready for you. We are ready for you to have the best experience. So come and join us. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you both. And thank, thank you, you for listening. Thank, thank you, Tony.